It's a cautionary tale in the importance of researching the neighborhood you move into, lest your dream home be adjacent to the busiest interstate in America and dark magic Ed Gwynn. Sometimes dead is better. This week on King Me, Pet Cemetery. You is that kids is that yeah. kids bop or whatever? That's a kid George Dalton. Oh my god! <laughs> we talked about that many moons ago. Yeah, I, I figured I'd surprise you with well, that. Yeah, <laughs> on our anniversary. Uh, welcome to King Me. I'm Dan Gagliardi. I am Rob Avon. And uh, as I might have mentioned, we are talking about Pet Cemetery, where we uh, stole our theme music from. Directed by Mary Lambert, written by Stephen King. Story, obviously, by Stephen King. We have a very special guest joining us this week, provided we don't fuck the audio up again. Uh, he he actually he's a, a among he's a he's a renaissance man of sorts. Uh, but right now he just released a game in the iOS App Store called Mame Street. Uh, everybody, give it up at home loudly for Tony Wilson. Oh my God! Thank you, thank you so much. Okay, please be seated. Hi it, everyone. My name is Tony Wilson. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Dan, Rob, big fan. Oh no, no, that uh, that goes both ways. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, uh, Tony, we're we're happy to have you. Uh, very surprised to learn that you'd listen to the show before we had you on. That was shocking and appalling. And uh, yeah. I would have well, slapped you on the wrist if I had the chance. And we love you for it. Though. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, couldn't help noticing you didn't rate and review the show. Uh, uh, guys, I got to save all my rating and reviewing for my new app, Main Street, available on the iOS store now. Wow, that's good. Get it in <laughs> up top before everyone stops listening. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's, just, let's just get into it. All right. Yeah. Uh, had, had you guys seen this movie before watching it for the show please answer at the same time no uh, i think i jesus I saw Rob. like half of it once yeah i i had not seen it before this although i must have, i must have seen like some of it on tv yeah is this a tv movie definitely sci-fi must have the rights to yeah, this yeah 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 because like the the ending the no fair felt very familiar to me yeah it like you you absorbed it through like cultural just, osmosis yeah. yeah oh yeah i mean it's all the kids could talk about growing up <laughs> right bunch of i had a 100 completed this with pet cemetery too and was positive i was gonna see eddie furlong uh, <laughs> in this one see um, weirdly i had conflated it with american history x so i was also positive that i was going to see edward furlong and then it uh, turns out it's just the exact same movie as pecker <laughs> <laughs> uh good bit good bit <laughs> I, I distinctly, though, remember being uh, very scared of the premise of Pet Cemetery 2, I think, not understanding, you know, that I guess they share the exact same premise, uh, when I was very young in a sizzler. So I, uh, I associate... Were you, wait, were, you, associate, were you guys watching Pet Cemetery in a sizzler? No, Follow-up question, were you only young in a sizzler? <laughs> I've only ever been young in a sizzler, but a uh, sizzler is a place where anyone can feel young. Yeah. <laughs> It's a place for families. Uh, the, it's a salad bar that brings out a childlike sense of wonder in all who use its cherry tomatoes. Uh, what What's the... Pre I mean, you said it's exactly the same, but like, how do they build on 
Pet Cemetery in Pet Cemetery 2. Why build on it when the formula is perfect? <laughs> right. Uh, nothing changes? Is it? No. Well, I think uh, in Pet Cemetery 2, um, and here, I, I mean, this is all uh, kind of what I have either gleaned from looking at the back of the VHS box uh, right before going to that Sizzler or seeing a commercial <laughs> for it on TV. But uh, I believe that. Uh, Eddie Furlong and uh, another kid who, in my mind, um, I'm just kind of like auto-filling him as um, Butnick from Terminator oh. 2. Uh, oh, yeah. Salute yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like your mind, your brain is melting and all the signals are just getting crossed. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's, they're, all, they're all similar enough things that it doesn't matter how wrong it's a, I am. It's just a furlong <laughs> web. Yeah, yeah. but uh, furlong and, and friend, uh, I believe... Um, you know, uh, place a dog into the pet cemetery. You know, changing it up a little bit, a little, little more Cujo and a little less cat's eye. Mm. And uh, yeah, you see what I did there. Those are two of the episodes I listened to. You like a double callback, <laughs> a bit gauche, but I'll allow it. Continue. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how it escalates, but uh, I do know that things go wrong. Is it like okay? Because what I was expecting going into this movie was a, a much stronger focus on undead animals. Yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be, too. Yeah, this movie is not uh, marketed properly for my liking. I felt betrayed. We didn't spend enough time in the pet cemetery. <laughs> right, yeah. Now, well, to be fair, most of the you know supernatural action in this movie takes place about four and a half miles outside of the pet cemetery. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems American like half a day's ground. walk outside the pet cemetery. Yeah. And you... They, yeah, a Native American burial ground that we just leave exactly the way it is like the town just yeah. leaves it right as is this is where we uh, go to bury our the pace things is that... a little bit slower in rural maine <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like based on the way that the dialects and accents have evolved in this town it seems like untouched by outside society oh what you talking about that don <laughs> <laughs> and yet um like i said at the top of the show this this is home to the busiest road in america yes more yeah well everyone's passing through nobody's stopping to stay yeah. <laughs> but... unless you are a member of the creed family yeah. which let's let's do talk about the creed family lewis rachel and their two kids uh gage yeah and what's the other one's name ellie ellie, ellie. Yeah. who cares she she's shuttled off at the end of the second act she is a huge pain in the ass this whole movie <laughs> <laughs> good riddance frankly yeah. but they uh they arrive to rural maine um <laughs> and it is quickly revealed they mo they're moving there um, and it is quickly revealed that Rachel has not seen the house that they're moving into. Yeah, she gets uh, out of the house and she's just like, this house is awesome. Yeah, she goes, I it's, love it's it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a gift. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it's it. A, a gift to move from uh, the bustling uh, Chicago. city of Chicago to, uh, <laughs> to somewhere in rural Maine. Yeah, like this is some kind of career move for even for him. He's a doctor in Chicago yeah. and they're all excited that he's going to be like, I guess, the chief of medicine in a town with... Um, at a community college? <laughs> yeah, yeah, at a community college in a town full of people who like refuse to seek treatment for their stomach pains. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll pass. Always does. Always does. <laughs> yeah, so and then we pretty promptly meet uh Fred Gwynn. Yeah. Did Fred, I say Ed Gwynn a bunch of times? Not not while recording. Oh no, I did at the top. I wrote Ed Gwynn down. I was Didn't thinking it? of Ed Wynn. Oh yeah. Isn't that fun? <laughs> 
That'll be my new character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that I won't debut on the show. Uh, unless you guys ask for it. Mm. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First things first. We we get the 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 little kid Gage running right out into the middle of the highway. Oh yeah, a bit of foreshadowing. <laughs> the, these parents are not paying attention. How is how has Gage survived this long? <laughs> he lived in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He he was raised by his friends, really. <laughs> his friends, yeah, yeah. His, other... his wide social circle, yeah, yeah. As a two-year-old, I imagine he's part of a gang. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his name is Gage, right? You have to imagine. Um, yeah, just immediately, they're just the parents are like, "Oh, our daughter fell off of this tire swing. Let's all run over yeah. there and not watch <laughs> she the three-year-old fell onto rubber." <laughs> yeah, two feet. Uh, not only that, but the the sort of cinematic language that is used to uh, foreshadow the danger both of the road, of the tree, of the path. It's it's very front-loaded with like. These kids are all toast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No one's getting out of this one. Oh, the unscathed. cat. They they introduce everything that's going to die or be harmed <laughs> in about in about a forty five second span. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Well, to be fair, everyone is going to be. Everyone dies in this movie. Just about everyone dies. Hey, you know, sometimes art imitates life. Hey, man. Wow. Yeah. That's... Heavy. All right, that'll do it for King Me this week. Yeah, we, we uh, usually don't get that heavy yeah, so um, early on. but well, In memoriam reel goes to everyone this week. <laughs> in in every, the I world. In the history of human existence. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they... they um, Fred Gwynn, like, scoops up the kid and saves him from yeah. being run over by yeah. a huge truck. He goes, don't want to walk in that, Rod. Oh, uh, yeah. You have a clip? Uh I pulled like almost everything. <laughs> Every that, line of that dialogue Fred said, yeah. "Yeah, let's see here." Judd's intro. I'm Lewis Creed. Judd Crandall. I live just across the road. <laughs> you want to watch out for that road? Them damn trucks go back and forth all day and most of the night. <laughs> That's great. Oh, uh, we should have. I wish we would have thought to make a super cut of him saying "rod." <laughs> oh, that rod. All that rod. <laughs> Uh, you heard it from Judd that the trucks just go back and forth. <laughs> they get to one end, they stop yeah, it. It's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. There's your explanation. That's why we we actually do encounter the same trucker multiple times coming yes. down through the road. Mm, just listening to Sheena's a punk rocker yep. on repeat. Not singing along very well to it. No. Singing along kind of like somebody who's mic'd inside the cab of a car and say, pretend that you're listening to this song <laughs> right. or else we'll interfere with the audio track recording you. Right. Uh, so, uh, where are we at in this movie? Who uh, cares? Yeah, ju we, just, we just met Fred Gwynn. Yeah. Who's fantastic. That's our... We've never... This is a, like an this unprecedented is, thing on the show Yeah, to have a townie be one of our main characters. Oh my god, yeah. This is... It's oh almost my god, too, yeah. Oh my, oh my god, sure. Sure. That's, might I say I was very excited for some towny talk with you guys. Uh, <laughs> it, this is when, when he, uh, uh, was it Crandall, Judd Crandall shows up. Yeah. Uh, I knew we were in for something special. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Freddie Mercury coming on stage, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's yeah. the Freddie Mercury of yeah. townies. Right. Fred Gwynn. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Basically the same thing. Pretty much. Yeah. And like, and he, you know, you see him, you know, this is going to be a scary movie because he played Herman Munster. So he's already <laughs> a very scary guy. He, is he like eight feet tall? Yeah, I think so. Is his face also three feet long? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I was, I was thinking like the poor guy, probably he, he could never be leading. He could never be a leading man because he could never do like a romance scene. Like oh. he could never kiss someone. Yeah. It would just, he would just look awful yeah. like a, a huge monster like an ogre <laughs> just swallowing, swallowing the yeah. other person yeah Rigwin, god bless him looks kind of like a um, a man who's wearing a man-shaped mascot suit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah yeah there i was actually gonna say have you ever seen there are like those elf costumes where like the whole body is the head yeah, yeah, yes. it's one of those. Yeah, <laughs> but he is a—he's a delight. I prefer him in my cousin Penny. Oh yeah, but he, I didn't realize like I think he's got some range here. He could play small town judge, small or town, small town townie, yeah. <laughs> or or monster or or monster, <laughs> small town monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's killing it. As long as as long as his character has small town values, he can <laughs> perform any occupation. Really, right. he's a jack of all trades. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, um, they ask about a path, like a stone lined path that's on their property. He's like, ah, maybe I'll tell you about it some other time yeah. once you've settled in. Of course, right? Sure. Wait, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and. Yeah, hip hop, hip. Then he's he's just trailing off as he walks away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, go just to go off smoke to smoke Marlboro Reds and yeah. drink Budweiser. Yep, soft packs of Marlboro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very important to note. I honestly, I'm having trouble remembering anything. Anything, about this movie. Movie. Uh, Tony. Um, <laughs> take the reins. <laughs> uh, I think about. I mean, they they lead off with the. Heading down the path pretty quickly. Um, I know that they they pack a uh, little gauge into something that looks kind of like a lawn folding chair. Yeah, yeah, thing. it's like it's like a beach chair with straps. Right, yeah. there's like that metal bar that doesn't retract ever. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Crandall, uh, you know, sort of takes them on like a, a fun uh, introductory welcome to the town day trip to the <laughs> to local pet cemetery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's uh, dozens of dead dogs two feet under the ground where we're standing. <laughs> and we get like we practically smell them. Such a weird a lot scene of dead dogs. Where uh, Fred Gwynn is explaining like, oh, you know, this is where the kids they bury all their dogs and cats and whatever. And the wife gets so mad, like, what's so great about this place? Why oh, are yeah. kids? <laughs> what are we doing here? She, she She's looks jealous of the dead dogs. <laughs> She she looks at the sign and sees it uh, is misspelled, and then talks to the kids like, "Oh, you don't have to pay attention to this place. They didn't even spell it right." <laughs> right. <laughs> Bunch of dummies wrote this sign. <laughs> it's very yeah, very confusing yeah, logic. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, yeah, not a hey. This strange man took my kids to a cemetery yeah. for dead animals. Right. <laughs> Where. And then yeah, Crandall immediately is kind of like, it's kind of a rite of passage. I buried my dog here. Uh, I met your cat earlier. Maybe we'll bury your cat here. Too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe if I cotton to you, take yeah. a shine to you, play your cards right, I'll bury your oh, cat here. Man. Hell, maybe I won't even wait for it to die. <laughs> huh? I wish I he, mean, he didn't say I, cotton to, but I wish he fucking did. He all but did. Oh, my did. God. 
His essence said cotton to you. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to say, Tony? Oh, I was, at this point, everyone knows that this cat is toast. Even the daughter, even little Ellie's like, uh, Church isn't going to die, right, Dad? <laughs> and, you know, the dad's face. He's not very emotive through the movie, but this, this oh, he's actor, not. Yeah. I, I don't oh recognize God. him from anything else. But his face is very excellent at communicating. Ju- well, no, this cat's fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he does a bit of like a uh, tugging of the shirt collar with his face. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's really? that guy is sleepwalking his through uh, his way through this fucking movie. He yeah. like he's on the morphine. He, that he is, yeah. up, he uses later on. He's a real uh, what's his name from Creepshow Two, or not Creepshow Two? I'm sorry, uh, uh, Return to Salem's Lot. That's oh, sleepy boy. Uh, Moriarty, yeah, uh, Michael Moriarty. <laughs> Michael Moriarty. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. No, the cat's done. There's no. Yeah, right. But this was this was. Amazing, because they were like, "No, we got to cut the the cat's nuts off." They make a big deal, a big of that. fucking deal, and he gets mad at the mom for reasons that were unclear to me. Well, because she made him promise that the cat wouldn't die, and he's like, "If this fucking cat dies, you're talking. You're explaining the oh, problem." Yeah, 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 yeah. We we're, we're skipping a really important step here of uh, of our housekeeper. Uh, oh Missy. my god! Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, our fir- our first of two. Well, no, our second, our second townie, townie to, yeah, yeah, townie profile. Yeah, let's talk about Missy a little bit. Yeah, she's uh, she's. I, I like to think of her as kind of the 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 dark shadow, the the necessary opposite to Judd Crandall's uh, cheery, friendly neighbor. I think I think necessary of, is a, a bold a- assertion, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> but kind of like the sort of wet rag with stomach cancer who oh is my God. taking care of their kids. Yeah, I, I have a I have her clip pulled here. Sure, let's hear her. All right. I always thought it would be lucky to marry a doctor. Wish I had a doctor around with my stomach pain so bad. <laughs> Guess I'll never be lucky. Hell, I ain't married to anyone. I ain't married to anyone. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, uh, you, come watch our kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do our laundry, but not here. Take it somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Oh my god, red flags flying off yeah. everywhere. Yeah. If you don't know that her character arc is going to end how it does. It's so strange though. Like the character being in the movie at all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, she, I don't know what she's there for except for maybe to explain death to the kids. Like <laughs> But everyone else dies. Right. You don't it, need yeah. that. If we waited like two more days, <laughs> we could have explained Church already it. <laughs> died, right? At that point? No, 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 no not no. yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Why not just have Church die? Why do you need Missy to hang herself uh, in well, a good damn. news? Oh, no. That's what we call a uh, red herring. It's <laughs> a, sort of a classical term. And <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my own bullshit's catching up. <laughs> I think he swallowed the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as quick as uh, Missy is to rebuff um, uh, Lewis, Cre- uh, Lewis Creed's uh, offers to take a look at her stomach pains, uh, she she's awfully excited about um, Church the Cat getting his nuts cut, as she so eloquently puts it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think, was that a direct quote of Lewis Creed also? Oh, no. I th- it was it? Thanks for that colorful phrase that you taught my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am a doctor. <laughs> of something. <laughs> I am a general doctor. See how white and long my coat is. 
He carries, I love that he carries like an old timey doctor bag with him with like a scalpel in a beautiful little scalpel case. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. And okay. So before church dies though, we get that scene. Oh, by of, the way, church is the cat. I don't know. Yeah. If we made that clear. Winston Churchill. Yeah. <laughs> church for is, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we get that scene of um, Lewis Creed at school mm-hmm. where the kid gets hit by the car and his head is just busted wide Yeah, open. his head is like JFK blown out. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. It, it's like when Bugs Bunny sticks his fingers in the end of a shotgun and it banana peels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I've never seen someone get their head busted up on the pavement, but yeah, no, it didn't, it didn't look like what would happen, but yes. I, I've noticed it uh, a sort of trend in the sort of late 80s to early 90s of whatever kind of uh, sort of wound prostheses that they use to indicate head wounds um, that looks uh, kind of like um, uh, like fruit roll-ups uh, <laughs> that have been sort of just like licked and then stuck on the head until they're layered <laughs> enough that they can peel them back. Oh, um, that is that is astute. I, I don't know if it's just, you know, the sizzler in me again, but, you know, I, I get a little <laughs> The get a little sizzler hungry. in me is the <laughs> sizzler in you. That is maybe, I think, my second Smashing Pumpkins in two weeks. Oh, I think What's I had it one? despite all my rage last week. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was hell. I'm ruining the show single-handedly. <laughs> you try so hard every week, Rob. You come in here with your best. <laughs> with and my I, soundboard, with clips pulled. Yep, and, and I'm just like drinking a beer in one hand and <laughs> drinking a beer in the other hand. And just burping into the microphone. I'm sorry, I'll do better. So, <laughs> speaking of soundboard, yeah. I believe you... Do you have a clip of our, our dying guy? No. Oh, you opened up the soundboard like you did. No, no, no. Wow, this is... Well, because it's it's almost unintelligible what he's saying. Oh, yeah. It's just like something, something about, about the soil being In a spoiled. man's heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the, the soil's soil sour. Ma- yeah, oh, soil's sour, sour. real sour. Yeah, yeah. But the soil of a man's heart is... Uh, Heavier is it? than... It's, yeah, it's more, more rocky or something like that. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. There's a there's a lot of like stuff that we're supposed to take for granted as being figures of speech in this. Sure. <laughs> Simply are not. Yeah. Uh, but that guy, he, he, he knows the doctor's name. And then that same night, he visits him in a dream. Maybe it's probably worth mentioning that this guy dies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, he's <laughs> yeah. so dead. He's he, he comes in toast, and uh, uh, Lewis says something to the effect of, uh, "We're going to do this one by the books." I'm not sure what that's supposed to mean because every other doctor leaves, and then he <laughs> yeah, and then he just sits down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does not try to he save him one. Does not bit. make an effort. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that would make him our first kill. Yeah. Right? Oh, this is big. Welcome yeah. to first kill. Victor Pascal. Mm. Uh, played by who cares? Uh, but he, Brad Greenquist. You know, Brad Greenquist. Yeah. Greenquist. <laughs> Greenquist. Oh, little baby wobble. <laughs> who he is. Uh, yeah. So this <laughs> Victor Pascal. Yeah. Uh, he shows up in the night that night in shorts. Yeah, still wearing shorts. Uh, he's a jogger. Yeah. <laughs> he. I don't know why he's still... I mean, it's a horror movie, I guess. He had to be all busted up still, right? Yeah, it's that thing like uh, American Werewolf in London where the friend just keeps like yeah. decomposing. Yeah. But, he, but he's still hanging around. <laughs> yeah, but he's a ghost. It's not even like he's a corpse. He's not a, a corporeal body. I don't know. <sighs> Tony. <laughs> I got no explanations. I mean... My my trouble here extends far beyond his visual representation and more of like 
this is some college student who gets hit by a car, a truck, probably, probably the same truck who becomes, a, <laughs> wait, what? I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm leaping around all over the place, but I'm, I'm saying trucks aloud, trucks, and now thinking of maximum overdrive and uh, whether any of these trucks uh, would are be the, part of the, the same contingent trucks? universe of, yeah. I think, yeah. well, I was actually... They're drinking that taste of blood before their massacre later on. Oh, I was totally going to bring up uh, big mean trucks in the trope section anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, it, if it happens twice, it's a trope. Mm-hmm. That's our rule here. I hit it myself. I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry. You're jumping around all over the place. But, uh, so this, this college kid gets creamed by a truck and uh, totally dies on the operating table and then suddenly is imbued with the wisdom of the hereafter. And for some reason, latches onto this family to convey it to. Yeah. And uh, there, there's several leaps of logic to make there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to make all of them because I'm a good viewer. <laughs> but well, here's what here's what I caught is that he says you tried to help me. That is that Which seems to be the justification. He didn't. He <laughs> dispatches his team. He's like, all right, everyone, we're doing this by the books. Go, go, go! Such urgency. Then he swings the curtains closed, plops down in a chair. And then is like mad at the guy for dying. He's like, I told Rachel that uh, there wouldn't be so much as a sprained wrist today, which is an unfair promise to make your wife because that's not a doctor's job to keep let's, everyone let's safe. Hold on to that for a second. I want to. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how uh, this this wife is making him promise <laughs> that like no one's gonna die right. at work. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's making her promise that if the cat dies. <laughs> That they, yeah. everyone is so convinced already that something's gonna die from the minute that they show up in this house. No one has any shadow of a doubt that, like, immediately something has to die. Bria, <laughs> yeah, promise you won't kill the kids, promise you won't murder the dog. What's so funny about him being like, if this cat dies, you're the, gonna be the one who tells her. He says, he's like, there's only a one in a million chance that this cat will die yeah. of a nut procedure. But if so, if by the if by that slim margin the cat dies, like it's not going to happen. Statistically, yeah. it's not going to happen. But he, I don't know. It's right. bad. But yeah, it's bad. But that's so that. But then okay. So the guy visits him that night, and he's like, he brings him down to the pet cemetery, which he's already seen, and he's like, "This is okay. Don't go over there." Yeah. And he, and he points to like this big like. Huge pile of sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Easy right. enough. All right. Don't go to the big pile of sticks. <laughs> Doesn't gonna anyway. Yeah, all right. Um, and then he wakes up and he's, his feet are real dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that for a minute, too. Uh, he, he sees that his feet are filthy, that he must have actually been sleepwalking. Great. Um, and his solution to this is to just take the these sheets. filthy, disgusting yeah. sheets and dump them down the laundry chute. And this is like moments after the the, you know, uh, Pascal has uh, uh, you know the day before woke up on the operating table, like splattered blood all over him, shouted some weird shit at him, and then like fallen over dead again. And and his solution to that problem was to just take the guy's file and just dump it right yeah. in the trash can, <laughs> like right out in the open. Yeah. He's, this, two instances in like a 12 hour span of this man just destroying evidence awesome. oh yeah and just being so bad at it yeah. like not even trying to hide his, his shame maybe that's why he had to leave chicago disgraced doctor a trail of Outback. just yeah. yeah jesus 
the, the this community college was the only maybe he one all right take him let's take this one step further maybe he's not a doctor at all no <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Something to consider moving forward. You know, I'll say that I see him kill more people in this movie than he saves. That's true. That's, I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. And what kind of real, really, what kind of real doctor carries around one of those old timey leather bags? He's all but wearing one of those mirror circles on his forehead. <laughs> so just something to consider moving forward. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so at this point in the movie. that Now Church dies. Church is dead. Yeah. I miss him. Yes. And they peel him off of the fucking lawn there. <laughs> That's pretty gross. Yeah, it was real Yeah, Church dies nasty. outside uh, Fred Gwynn's house. Right. And But then, okay, Fred Gwynn is like, well, we can't, we can't sh- like show this to your kid. It will ruin her. She can't learn about death right now. So, oh, yeah. The, the kid uh, has gone off for the weekend for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, I, I oh, want to talk about yeah. one of my favorite lines for a second. Uh, uh, oh, I, it might not be quite time, but my favorite line. Oh, no, I think, yeah, I yeah, think I we, we might I'll have it pulled. It. I'll save it. Is it, uh, is it what Rachel's mom says? Uh, it, no, no, no. Oh, it's, okay. I th- it's Lewis or Crandall. I, I should have taken note of it uh, here. Uh, is it about says, Thanksgiving for cats? Yeah, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, wow. Well, yeah, no. Um, I just want to take it back for a second, though, and, and, and talk about how the family's left for the weekend, presumably because uh, Rachel's entire family hates Lewis. No explanation. Well, yeah, yeah, because he's, he's, a, he's, a, a, he's a fucking doctor. criminal, as we now have established. Uh, you know what? We solved that one, and I didn't even put it together. I, I'm sorry, guys. I've been stupid. Here I was thinking, oh, Rachel married this 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 handsome doctor. Who has has bought them a house and uh, and nope, just a clever reason. sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe I they're just it. squatting at the house. Like they drive past, it and that's why she's so shocked when uh, when they stop. I will say, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's a pretty efficient hitchhiker. Oh my god, it's so. so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Fred Gwynn takes uh, takes uh, Lewis Creed up to. Like, like you said, you like just call five Lewis. miles We're on a first name basis. Louis, Louis, Elsie. <laughs> yeah, up to like five miles away from the pet cemetery, up over the stick pile, through like this. They start the when woods. the sun's up and they finish at night. Yeah, or the sun's going down to the this Indian burial ground, and he's like. I just bury the cat here and, yeah. uh, you know, it'll come back. But not only is it an Indian <laughs> burial ground, but it's set up. Like ceremonially, like it's yeah, like, not it's not in ruins. No, it, it's, it's fresh. It gets used all the time. Yeah, it's like fresh <laughs> chalk. Like someone had taken one of those things that you use to lay out base paths. Yeah, and drawn out chalk lines. Right for ceremonies. <laughs> no, that Fred Gwynn is up there yeah. every weekend. He's a groundskeeper of sorts. <laughs> yeah, and he's this all. Is a- situation where in this movie we're just seeing one of the hundreds of stories that's circulating around this yeah. period. Yeah. And and he's being all coy playing both sides like, well, could be a bad idea. Might be a good idea though. I don't know. Just do it yourself. I'm going to sit over here and smoke. I'm not totally on board. I'm a little on board. And then he trails off again. It's insane though. His plan is like, well, you just you bring the cat back to life uh-huh. and we won't have to talk about the death to your kid. And then like the next day, he's like, 
Let me tell you a bad story though. <laughs> like when I had a dog, you know. Now that you I'm know, thinking yeah. about it, I had a dog that really went south on yeah. me. You know what? This whole reviving your cat from the dead thing—it uh, actually brought something back. Yeah, yeah. It Br- yeah. really backfires. Brush some of the rust off of a, a memory in the old filing cabinet. Yeah. I, am I like how alcoholic. he kind of sums it up though by saying something to the effect of, um, "But look, even a shitty monster cat is better than a dead cat." <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Tell your daughter that. <laughs> Just like, I don't know, get a new cat. You know what's funny about this is like it's the exact same premise of like the thing you see in comedies all the time when they replace the pet with a similar looking pet, but it behaves yeah. shittily. Yeah. And but, they just, yeah, yeah. That's it. Just a demon pet this yeah, time. Yeah, I'm just uh, commenting. I'm remarking. Yeah. I have nothing to say. Um, so then uh, that's, I think that's when, no, does Gage... What happens in between church and Gage dying? Oh, uh, Missy dies. Yeah. Well, Missy died before church, right? Oh, yeah. 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 That's, I mean, in our timeline of events. I right. just, as, uh, look, I just as long as we all have the right, same right. story, the yeah, cops yeah. can't do shit. <laughs> so then Missy dies. It's, it's important to hang on to Missy for a second because, because her death, uh, which I believe her hastily scrawled uh, suicide note implies, is because she... She thinks she has stomach cancer. She didn't. She didn't take uh, Lewis up on his offer to look at it, but she right. thinks she did. Well, because so she, she rightly assumes that he's not an actual doctor. Yeah, what if right. she's just lactose intolerant? Like just like has like stomach cramps, <laughs> but just real. gassy. Oh. <laughs> Sad. But uh, her her death is <laughs> it gets uh, better, Missy. <laughs> is in fact necessary uh, to take us to our uh, to our first and only king cameo. Oh yeah, oh, that's yes. right. Let's do talk about oh, it. Man, Tony's running the show here. Yeah, Tony. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever listened to your podcast, but uh, it's a shit. It is a I shit have. show. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, how would you feel about moving to Central New Jersey? I'm in the car right now <laughs> with a mobile recording yeah. studio. Um, yeah, we this get our, our king cameo. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's the priest mm-hmm. doing the. I, I did pull that. He clip. doesn't ham it up, really. I was. Yeah, he's just doing, he, just doing his job. He can <laughs> just do it. Show up. Well, and they look always like say, Stephen King. you know, they say that uh, dramatic actors aren't always great comedic actors, but comedic actors generally are great and dramatic actors. And as and, we know, right. Stephen King, he's a fucking real piece of shit. <laughs> Total ham. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's hear him uh, eulogize. All right. And now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and comfort you and lift you up and give you peace. Amen. That's it. That's it. And then gone. Plays it real straight. Thanks. No, no, no goofball shit. Doesn't, no nut shots. Yeah. No America's funniest video shit. Yeah. No, like, stupid southern accent and calling people assholes no or shit like that. No fake teeth. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Disappointed. <laughs> I want to hate it. Yeah, I, I miss him. He t- <laughs> He's really changed yeah. since he put on the priest's clothes. <laughs> There's probably a name for it. I don't know what it is. The robe? I don't know. Tony? Uh, the Well, he's a man of the cloth, so I imagine they call it the cloth. <laughs> Priest <Right>. cloth? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound right. The, the cloth, I the believe. The cloth. Yes. Since he put on the cloth. <laughs> right. 
Okay. That's, That's enough about Missy. That's about as much as her uh, character warrants. Yeah. Oh, man. And then, okay. Now we get that scene where the wife talks about growing up with her sister who had spinal meningitis. Oh, my God. Which was very upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> that I, was it's awful. easily the most upsetting part of the movie. Yeah. How about a whole movie about that? I couldn't. I couldn't sit through that. No, <laughs> that's that's way too much. Like she's, you know, it's this this girl who's uh, who's played by a man mm-hmm. in, in heavy they, prosthetics because they, to quote the IMDb trivia, could yeah. not find a woman thin enough. Oh, yeah, that's why, ladies. So yeah, so all right. Anyway, <laughs> this is, now this is also a men's rights podcast. <laughs> uh, but she. The the sister is like she's kind of like twisted up on the bed mm-hmm. and uh, writhing and moaning in pain. Yeah, the young young Rachel she's like feeding the girl like mush, some sort of like <sighs> liquid food. Ugh, you're it's not just gonna awful. You're not gonna waste uh, you know identifiable Solid. food <laughs> on the dying. Yeah, but she's telling this story and then she turns out to be terrible uh, because. The sister ends up choking to death, and she runs out of the house screaming, um, "What's a? She's what's dying. A, Zelda, Zelda, Zelda's dead. Zelda's dead. Zelda's dead." And she, and she's like, "But I don't think I was crying. I think I was laughing." <sighs> Oof, rough. Laughing? <laughs> it's really terrible. But that's that. And I then, guess, he, but then Lewis gives her a big hug. Yeah, he's like, oh, he, he "I still love you." He tackles her to the bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just. He, Straight on brings her down. Yeah. Citizens arrest. <laughs> Citizens arrest. <laughs> I've never been so turned on yeah. right now. <laughs> Take me. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at me. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That, so that's fucked up. And yeah. that'll become a thing. I was glad to see Zelda come back. I was worried they were just going to like abandon that. Yeah. that was, She's by far the most upsetting the cr- part. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Toward the end. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's just jump around a little. Uh, but we got to gauge his death. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. Let's get again, there at least. Again, the parents are not paying attention to this three-year-old kid by the busiest highway in America. <laughs> Next, they live on Route 66. <laughs> and Gage is about to get his kids. Yeah. Every he, single instance of his death is telegraphed, uh, not just to the audience, but to the parents. Yes. There's <laughs> positively no excuse for like this kid to be playing with a kite out in the field wind blowing in the direction of the highway <laughs> for him to drop the handle of the kite and it sort of blows away before he gets caught on something at which point gage turns to his parents and he's like whoa pretty funny look at this I dropped <laughs> hey, the mom, kite. hey dad mom dad i dropped the kite oh my god you guys would love this if only you'd look at it <laughs> and they're also like so but they f- do <laughs> they, they completely acknowledge the kid they're like yeah funny cool anyway <laughs> Back to this this business not facing the road. Yeah, they they were also so far away from the road. That's what I found so yeah, bizarre. A little picnic table. Yeah. There? yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, but then so Gage gets just creamed <laughs> by that trucker listening to the Ramones. Yeah. Uh, also, this brings up a problem that we had in Maximum Overdrive, which is silent eighteen wheelers that no one can see coming. <laughs> right, right. There's trucks so that sneak up on yeah. you. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a windy day. Perhaps uh, you know their hearing's obscured by the sounds of, uh, of Tony. The they're from I'm, the Windy City. I am sorry, Tony, <laughs> but no. Uh, point taken. Fair. I was, I was being stupid. Turnabout I wasn't is fair play. Yeah. 
I feel like this whole movie, everything could have been avoided if they just built a fence. One fence. One fence. Not even. Like, Doesn't even have to be four uh, sides. Rob, I see one problem with your with your little theory there. Yeah. Uh, they would they would have to build the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, no, that's fair. Who's that's building fair. who's building that fence? You know, the fucking. You think Fred Gwynn doesn't have the tools to build that fence? He's got it. He's in gonna, his shed. He only deals in things that have long troubled stories behind them. Yeah. He can't have a new thing. Uh, how about that funeral scene though? Oh yeah, where, where they, it, that was upsetting to me. When much. you see when the casket bounces open a little, uh, I really didn't like that. I thought it was a, it was going to turn out to be like a nightmare of some sort, but no, no, that's canon. Yeah, it, uh, it's worth mentioning that the ca- uh, the casket bounces open because uh, Lewis is uh, tackled by a never before seen member of his family. His uh, father in law. His father. His fa- yeah. oh, that is his father. in law Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, who is a stat? It's established when they're uh, talking about Thanksgiving that his father-in-law hates him, which is why he stays behind on right. Thanksgiving and is able to bury and revive Church the cat. Right. Yeah. We're bad at hosting the show. <laughs> Nobody fucks my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> well into adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Gage dies, and and then Louis just gets the. He's like, "Well, I brought the cat back." Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring the the kid back too, and Fred Gwynn's like you shouldn't do that, and then he tells that story about the kid that they tried doing that too in like Timmy the Baderman. 40s or 50s. Yes, Timmy Baderman. <laughs> <laughs> just shout it out if you know. <laughs> I know that guy. Talking about uh, old Timmy Baderman. So I got the wrong accent. Yeah, uh, yeah, Timmy Baderman. Oh, Timmy Baderman. Oh, he yeah. came back. He was all wrong, eating people. He was. <laughs> Walking on his hands, wearing <laughs> pants on his torso, all out of sorts. Yeah, they. But uh, he ends up burning down Timmy Bitterman's house with his with the paw in there too, right? They they burn down in the flashback there. Fred Gwynn and his friends they burn that house down. No, yeah. And that, so I, I have a question here about this whole Timmy Bitterman story. Then, yeah, uh, who buried Timmy Bitterman up there? Ah, probably Fred Gwynn. <laughs> Yeah. Seems to be sort of his thing. Yeah. Because he just kind of casually knows about this. This is just kind of something that happened. Yeah, he's got like um, a lot of information that he shouldn't have, probably. It, it absolutely begs the question, how many people in this town know about this? <laughs> right, well, that's, that's all I could think about, like, up until the very end of the movie, when it kind of, you know, things sort of work themselves out, was like, right. holy shit, how is he going to explain this to the authorities or literally anyone else, even right. a close confidant? I thought the same. <laughs> like this is this is bonkers, yeah. baby. All right, so Gage comes back and he's all evil. He's a one bad kid. Oh, right out of the gate. Yeah, right out of the like gate. Like Church, he's Church is a little dark, but you find what you realize about Church is he was just waiting for a human ringleader. Yeah, he's just waiting for someone to follow. So Gage goes directly to Fred Gwynn's house and slices his <laughs> like, Achilles oh, tendon. After doing some creepy little kid shit, yeah. being like, "You want to play? Yeah, you like, want to be my friend?" Kid giggles in the yeah. in the shadows. Oof. Yeah, you just hear like Jack in the Boxes being slowly turned. <laughs> and they have like a a little like knife fight. Yeah, a tiny knife fight. It was I was laughing so so hard. Fred Gwynn, the most giant adult, yeah. with a little switchblade. <laughs> yeah, a smaller blade than you'd expect. <laughs> Fighting a toddler with a scalpel, one of the smaller blades available commercially. Yeah. 
Oh, it was preposterous. I was so disappointed they didn't go like face to face. Yeah. Like tossing it back and forth, hand to hand. <laughs> it wasn't like a, a true rumble. No. But then uh, Fred Gwynn dies a gruesome death because not oh only God, does he yeah. get one of his Achilles tendons sliced all the way through, he then gets like the corners of his mouth slit. Yeah. He gets a good old fashioned uh, Glasgow smile. Oh. Yeah. Is that a thing yeah. or did you oh, make I that up? That one out. Oh, oh, I wish. I wish I could take credit. <laughs> That's pretty good. That. Oh, yeah. Do you know how I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of another line from that movie. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, man. And then Gage just takes a huge bite out of his neck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he's three years old. I don't know if he, how many, really full set of teeth. Sharp. Sharp new baby teeth. <laughs> just right through old leather Gwyn's neck. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! Like baby teeth, human flesh underneath. <laughs> <laughs> like new baby teeth through old leather, <laughs> as the saying goes. Sure. Uh, at this point, the, the wife Rachel has and hitchhiked daughter, her way home. Well, yeah, she she took the kid to her parents' house in Chicago, and they try to reach uh, Louis, but he's off burying his kid, trying to bring him back to life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So oh. from. From the mother-in-law, or from the mother, we get the best line Hands yeah. down. in the whole movie. Hands fucking down. And Rob, I believe you pulled that. Uh, I did. Oh, please. Do the honors. This sir. is when they're trying to reach him, and he's not picking up the phone for context. Probably went out for a hamburger or a chicken dinner, dear. You know how men are when they're alone. <laughs> <laughs> just like... That is a woman who does not know... Anything about men? That is just a rocket to the moon of a sentence. <laughs> I, I just, it, it keeps getting better. Like, yeah. you, you're like, he probably went out for a hamburger. Okay, silly and antiquated. Or a chicken, or a dinner. chicken dinner. Weird. A weird thing to say. You know how men are. All right, that's a made up stereotype about men. Uh, uh. When they're alone? <laughs> ah! That is. That is why Stephen King is one of the most venerated writers of the 20th century. That is masterful. It's crazy. Teach me everything, what? Stephen. I don't know. We, we've seen townies before. Be like, <laughs> we, this weekend, the wife's out of town, broads, booze, and baseball. baseball right. That's what we do when we're alone. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburgers, chicken dinners, and nothing else because you oh, don't man. need it. <laughs> we've been doing a lot of laughing here, but um, we've all had a hamburger or chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look, what I do in my private time is uh, that's between me and my God. <laughs> I thought you were going to say me and my gut. Me and my gut. <laughs> but also my gut. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rachel is like, uh, she hightails it back home. Mm-hmm. and With the help of our dead guy. Uh, right, with the help of Pascal. Pascal. <laughs> who who oh. rides on an airplane with her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about that. He goes to Chicago and comes back. <laughs> uh, but, however, when she hitches a ride with the trucker yeah. and gets off, he's like, this is as far as I can go. Uh, why? <laughs> 
Well, he, I don't know. He started in Maine. Yeah. Does he have like a certain number of miles he can travel? No, he's he's uh, he's trying to get a quota of people he's helped, and he's he's done the most he can for the Creed family. He's yeah. got a. You can only he's got a few other families to check in. I'm you sure. can only take them so far. <laughs> Jesus, I, I he's like done to, so much. <laughs> I like to think that it's like a it is like a Clarence from It's a Wonderful Life thing, but. At the end, he doesn't like. He's not rewarded. He just stops existing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just it's, failed. Yeah, it's just bleak. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He says that. he's like, I don't know if this is gonna work out for you, but for some reason, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she, Rachel, goes into Fredwin's house and finds first f- sees her sister Zelda, who do, which is the creepiest scene because oh. she's like crouched in the corner. Yeah, very. And then she like runs up in the style very, of like. Ugh. Ringu. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, Ugh. very Japanese. Hated it. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Gage with a little hat and cane. What? Also <laughs> fucked up, though. Like, yeah. honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was just like uh, residual Zelda shivers that I had, but <laughs> I also hated Gage with his little, yeah, little, hat little cane. proper Gage. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm looking. Do you think people would buy a residual sh- Zelda Shiver T-shirt <laughs> <laughs> or a proper Gage shirt? I don't know. Well, probably neither because this is all copyrighted material. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so but she gets she like she sees the kid and she's like, oh, I know. I was just at your funeral, but oh, I, don't I know care. you. Yeah, yeah, I know you. I will pick you up immediately. And he's got the scalpel in his hand, and he's like, come here, mommy. I want to show you something. And that's it for her. Mm-hmm. She's it's curtains for dumb dumb. Yeah. She traveled all that way. <laughs> uh, and then, so Lewis wakes up the next day. Right. Yeah. It's worth mentioning that when he digs his son up from his proper burial place mm-hmm. and uh, goes and reburies him. First of all, when he's digging him up and the cops almost spot him yeah. and they miss him and he gives that weird little smile. Yes. <laughs> I, wrote, I, I wrote it down. That was oh, the man. weirdest he fucking smile. He all but mugs the camera and yeah. is like, they bought it. <laughs> I, you two would be pretty pleased with yourself if you could start uh, a grave robbery right in the middle of the day. And yeah! <laughs> Broad the fucking daylight. Conspicuously parked vehicle right outside of a yeah. outside of the graveyard at like two p.m. Now I'm it, no boys until nine thirty at night. Yeah, I was about to say like I'm no boy scout or park ranger, but judging by the position of the sun, what time would you say it was? <laughs> Afternoon, but yeah, yeah. not too late. Yeah, he, yeah. Maybe like four o'clock. It was crazy yeah. with a big bundle of tools, more than just a shovel. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but he wakes up and he. Like he's immediately like he sees some little footprints mm. in his kitchen. He's like, "Oh no, the kid's back!" And no, it's not. Oh no, it's like <gasps> Christmas morning. My dead son is no longer so dead. It's yeah. Thanksgiving Day for dads, but only if their kids <laughs> yeah. are back alive. Yeah. Which is a reference to the line which we forgot to talk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we did. Well, yeah, well, because it's coming up right now. He first oh. he goes over to Ed Gwynn's house, finds. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. He goes over. To church, uh, he sees Church, the cat, mm. and he he knows. <laughs> Thank that, you for clarifying. Yep. I church, thought you meant the head of I, English we, state, yeah, Winston yeah. Churchill. Well, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page yeah, here, okay. all right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's got pockets full of syringes with morphine. Church does. Yeah, church. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's wearing little cat pants. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm being deliberately obtuse. <laughs> He kills Church for real, mm-hmm. and then he goes into and that. But that's what the scene where what you're talking about, where he's got like this huge raw steak, 
And he's like, it's, <laughs> it's Thanksgiving for cats. <laughs> and and then, it's Thanksgiving Day for cats, but only if they're back from the dead. Yo, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Very specific holiday stipulation. Brevity is the soul of wit, I always say. Yeah. Um, um, and so then he goes, then he goes work. gauge hunting with a second big steak. No. Uh, this is also after uh, Gage has lured him over to Crandall's house by calling him on the phone. Because <laughs> somewhere between uh, the nebulous realm between life and death, <laughs> he learned how to operate a telephone, yeah. and he knows what his phone number yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. That's the easy. Uh, that's the hard part. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the one of the great spiritual truths that you learn <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> Dad's phone number. Uh, yeah, and so then we get our like final standoff, I guess. Yeah, again between an adult and a child, yeah. and what I love me a good wrestling match between <laughs> oh, yeah two totally different size people, a, a grown man and a, what's clearly a doll. Oh yeah, someone <laughs> someone wrestling with a tiny dummy. Yeah, oh, it's so deeply satisfying. <laughs> On my list of things that I love that happen in movies a lot, it isn't quite as good as someone staggering to their knees when they're on fire. Right. Uh, but it's certainly above another thing I love, which is someone dousing a house in gasoline before they set it on fire, which also happens in this movie. Right. Um, wow, I love fire. <laughs> huh. I think we're getting to the bottom of some things here. I'll cut that out. <laughs> uh, so then the doc jabs a needle into Gage's neck filled with morphine, and he just... And he goes down hard yeah yeah he does yeah he does not go down easy at all this little uh no fair no fair dying words (laughs) Uh, i mean like in his defense the rules were clearly established (laughs) it was clearly uh breaking the rules code of the gladiators code of the (laughs) fight to the death uh but then okay so the kid dies he uh he grabs his wife who is Hanging Stabbed from to her death, neck, but also, also yeah, yeah, also hanging. Uh, grabs her, burns the house down, douses the whole place in gasoline, and torches it. Mm-hmm. And which is re- like what you were saying, like how the fuck is he going to get away with all of this? Yeah. in the eyes of the police. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he's like, he he's talking to himself, but uh, Pascal is there. That's the last scene with him. And he's like, "Don't take the your wife to." You just saw what happened. Yeah, <laughs> you you. This has not gone well for you one time. And You're a real thick head. Yeah, and uh, and he's like, "No, she just died. She's still fresh." I can- Five second rule. Fucking, it's so stupid, so flimsy. Yeah. And then like they had to have him walk through the ghost. Yeah, you know, like well, yeah, because we just got that technology, and then the you time. get that funny little sound effect too of like whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> They they needed uh, two things out of that. First, they needed Pascal to uh, shout some good old fashioned movie nose. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah! But, but more importantly, to establish that Pascal is there, um, just moments, just hours after he said, "This is as far as I can go," and got <laughs> right. off back by the the neon lobster sign that they had to establish <laughs> that they were returning to Maine. No yeah. man shall cross the neon lobster sign. It's sacred in Maine. Yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah, 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 that makes sense. So that's uh, okay. So and we get bar- the very yeah. final scene. Yeah. So he buries his wife, and then uh, he's sitting on the floor of his kitchen, setting up a game of solitaire. When, honey, I'm home. <laughs> you see one high heel, and then 
just a, a barefoot, right? Yeah. She's wearing one shoe. She's covered in dirt. Filthy, she, utterly yeah. filthy. Her head's all jacked up. Yeah, her eye is missing. Her eye's missing. Pus is streaming out of oh. her head. It's gross. And, and they, they have a long, passionate kiss. Reunited at oh. last. And in the middle of the kiss, you see her hand reach to the kitchen table, pick up a sta- uh, steak knife, and then from an exterior shot of the house, you just hear a, a loud scream. Yeah. Cut uh, to black. Credits. Mm-hmm. And then and taking us to the marvelous King Me theme song. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, as made famous by Dalton. What's his name? Uh, George Dalton. George Dalton. <laughs> that little waif. The little, yeah. <laughs> is that a good use of waif? I have this problem a lot. I don't think he is a waif. What's a waif? A handsome rogue, right? I thought Tony. A waif would be uh, a young, feeble child, probably without parents. No. I have no idea. This is just a street urchin is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I think something like a, a pale street urchin. This maybe? is all right. This kid's more of a little Lord Fauntleroy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He George Dalton is well fed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he truly, truly is. So that's our movie. That's that's uh, how Pet Cemetery ends. Let's uh let's let's talk about uh, what hurt our parts? Let's uh, go into oh that hurt my parts. Yes. Oh that hurts my parts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tony, do you want to try introducing the segment? Uh, I don't even know how to how to. Oh that hurts that. my parts. All right, you. Oh, got... you just wanted me to do that. <laughs> Listen, I... I do not run the soundboard. <laughs> Lord, I don't know. Um, gosh, man. What hurt what your hurt, what, what hurt, hurt your, your parts? parts? Oh, okay. Wow. You, we know all each other's moves. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. What hurt my parts? That's a really good question. I my parts were hurt most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right before he starts digging up Gage, he's got this little like this small little monologue to himself where he's like if if he comes back wrong, I'll just put him back to sleep. <laughs> Which, and then he like he tries to cry. The actor tries to cry, <laughs> yeah. and he can't do it. He can't. Yeah, he can't squeeze out a tear. <laughs> I think in general there are a couple things that keep cropping up for like what hurts our parts. Yeah, and it's obviously, um, it's, you know people being pretty comfortable with sexual assault. Sure. That keeps happening uh, in the swing in 80s. But also like any kind of uh, articulated, what should be an internal monologue that just gets said out loud. Yeah. Uh, What's that called? A soliloquy? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, those are a couple problems. I don't know. What hurt my parts though? I got nothing. I loved it. Ten, really? ten out of ten stars. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of something, but nothing is coming to me at the uh, moment. One line I would love to talk about. Oh, please. Uh, which I don't know how much it hurt my parts so much as it, you know, maybe cut my nuts. <laughs> uh, but um, this is after church has come back to life, uh, and it's uh, sleeping on the mother's bed, uh, and um, Lewis approaches it. It growls at him. Uh, which has been doing all movie. The, the cat's really not so different back from the dead than it was. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, but he, he looks at it, and I believe he says, uh, fuck off, animal, and causes the cat to run out of the room. <laughs> uh, but the, the, the delivery of this line, uh, it, it, it's, it's weighted with, like, 
so much spite immediately having come off of telling his daughter, like, no, the cat's fine. It's great. It's cool. <laughs> and, it's like a king to a peasant. Yeah. It uh, it doesn't paint the, the dad in the most positive light. Well, he's uh, not a great guy, really. He does not learn from his mistakes. No. And also he, like... He's a criminal. At some point between his son dying tragically... Um, and him going to the graveyard to dig his son up, he becomes very comfortable with the idea of re-killing his son yeah. if something goes a little wrong, you know? Yeah, well, you know, sometimes dead is better. Oh, man. <laughs> too true, too true. Uh, um, real talk. So you don't have a, a part that got hurt? I don't know of anything, like... Nothing sticks out? Sticks out particularly. Right. I guess, like... I don't know. Comic relief in these movies is like a real issue for me. So I guess like any like Pascal stuff. Yeah. Him like hamming it up a little bit. I like Pascal. Yeah. I, you're, I, you're in a good place with him. Yeah. yeah. I'm on. I'm team Pascal. <laughs> Tony. I liked him. Okay. But I was confused by all the, the ghost rules here. All uh, right. Yeah. While, while, uh, you know, Lewis is trying to take Gage up to the graveyard. Uh, he's got like trees falling in his path and things trying to stop him. Yes. Uh, however, when Rachel is driving back towards Maine, like tires are popping and her car's going off the road and things are trying to stop her. And, uh, I was left feeling confused by Pascal and the supernatural role, uh, that exists, uh, in his agency. Yeah. He can also influence events in the, right. the corporate He can help world. you rent in Aries K with a big scratch. <laughs> with a big scratch in the side. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, it did seem like... Listen, a lady, I can get you a great deal. <laughs> Little caveat, it's got a big scratch in the side. Yeah, it seemed like there was... Like, Pascal was working for some sort of good entity, and then there was some sort... There was an evil entity, but it was it was unnamed and not unexplored, really. Yeah. Besides having, like... They didn't even do that obligatory of thing of, like, being like, that is not your son in there. Right. You know? There was yeah. that one scene, it, it it was like a split second, that when Lewis is bringing uh, Gage's body, he's climbing up that, like, rock mountain Oh, of thing. the face? Yeah, the face yeah. coming out? Whose face was that? Did we, I don't did know. Gadget? Was that anyone in the movie? I don't think so. I don't know what that was. It was... Just like a weird, scary thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was just it was a pretty, It was pretty fucked up, but yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I it, overall, I feel like this movie was like too benign to really hurt my parts at any one given moment. All right, yeah. shining moments. No, none of those either. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> no. This way. movie washed over me. No, Fred Gwynn. No, man. I know Fred Gwynn. He's a total he, scene stealer. Oh, he's everything that he did in this movie was fantastic. Yeah, he. Absolutely, a career. Uh, this was the this was the Guinnessance for sure. <laughs> if I know anything about his career arc, I don't. <laughs> I truly don't. Um, all right, King Tropes. King Tropes. In the book I'm working on now, there's a spooky monster. Ugh. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful time to be alive. Uh, um, yeah, King Tropes. So trucks. Scary trucks that kill, yeah, that hate people. Um, sh kind of like shining is a thing. In yeah. This. Well, uh, I was gonna say people traveling long distances to only be killed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Catman or Scatman Carruthers and this woman Rachel. Yeah. Both of them, they like walk into the to house. To help. Yeah. 
to help right like through like all mm-hmm. kinds of obstacles and crossings yeah. everything this isn't they get there and they die <laughs> this also isn't like specifically a king trope probably but like people moving to a new town yeah to like or like also specifically doctors moving to new towns yeah um the daughter also has second sight yeah she, that, that's what i meant not shining yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. She keeps uh, predicting the future. Mm-hmm. Um, well, hold on. Let's I mean, Tony. To be got fair, every, everyone's predicting the future. Everyone <laughs> right. knows that cat's toast from the minute it shows <laughs> yeah. up. The, the audience. Yeah. yeah, it's Her, sort of like a universal ride. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, that, the movie is uh, trying to uh, convey to the audience uh, what the feeling of having the sex side would be. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you can predict the things before they happen. No <laughs> movie's done this before. <laughs> no good movie. Yeah. Um, any other ones? Either of you? Uh, not really. Mean wives. <laughs> uh, Ugh. That's that's just like a marriage trope. If you, <laughs> but I don't want to get into it. Sure. Um. No, you want to do IMDb? IMDb, where we compare our movie of, of the opinions, and I am words are exploding out of my mouth <laughs> in horrible gravy streams. IMDb, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on IMDb.com. 62,470 people have uh, rated this movie and given it an average score of, ooh, it's the Running Man special, 6.6 <laughs> out of 10 stars. Yep. How do we feel about this, boys? Uh, Tony, it's a little high for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I gotta tell you, it was um, it was uh, uh, the soil was a bit too sour <laughs> to uh, to raise my body for this one. Uh, not sour enough to raise my body. I don't know. I I would land it in a in a firm five point four range. Uh, <laughs> that range of exactly yeah, five point four. Range of five point four. Toward you know, toward five point five, mm. but not quite five point five, and not uh, not quite down to five point three. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Yep. Fair, fair. Rob, what about you? Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna say like five point five. This is like uh, when I think of Stephen King movies, this is like this is the, yeah. I feel like quintessential. Yeah. Like just there. It's just it exists. Yeah. It, and it, it's for, for you to walk past. Yeah. It feels like Cujo or. Uh, corn kids yeah you know where it's just like here's deeply some shit. flawed and yeah yeah, yeah. it's Ooh. just a movie that is happening right now <laughs> like, <laughs> uh so yeah 5.5 mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. yeah i um yeah you know what i think it's a f- i think it's a flat five were it not for the fred gwynn yeah. i think the only thing that ever puts these movies We've said this about other movies is there's always like one or two things about them. That's like memorable. Yeah. The, uh, in another, <laughs> what is that noise that happened? I don't know. Are Tony, you okay? Did you hear that? <laughs> I, I'm not sure that I did hear it. Oh, I creaked. <laughs> that was you. Yeah. I creaked. Oh, then I did hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was not a spook or a specter or a haunt or a shape or an apparition. So what I was going to say is, I don't remember. 5.5. I'm going home. Peace. <laughs> uh, well, I no, guess there, there's always something. Yeah. There's, there's always like at least one thing in these movies that you could pick out and be like, that, well, that was pretty good. Right. Like there's something indelible enough about uh, Fred Gwynn that they did him on South Park, right? Didn't they? Did they? Isn't there uh, that one episode? 
where they do this character on South Park? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Tony, can you speak to this? I, I cannot speak to this. Oh, man. I guess I'm the only monster energy drinking. <laughs> Eric Cartman voting for presidenting. I don't know. Well, believe me when I say there's something indelible about this character. Yeah. And he get he earns half a star by himself. Yeah. No one man should have to bear that much weight. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's Pet Cemetery, guys. Um, I'll do it. What's uh Tony, thanks for doing the show. Ah, <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like my energy was real weird this time around. And hey, you gotta lay up that monster energy, man, and channel yeah uh, yeah you know what the problem is i was drinking green and i switched to blue and i think it's doing something to me i gotta go back this is making me sick yeah i know i don't drink any of it (laughs) (laughs) it it is it's a repulsive beverage and if any of our listeners drink it uh don't listen to the show you have to choose us or them but rate and review us five stars uh real quick once again we encourage everyone to tony how much is your game free yeah, it's free. I already plugged it though, so do it let's again. Not do, this. do it again. Oh, okay, we'll do it one more time. <laughs> uh, it's called Main Street. Uh, yeah, it's a very appropriate, actually. Come to think of it, uh, I hadn't put this together, but it's a uh, it's a game about uh, people getting run over in the middle of the street. Oh, oh. Uh, three year olds. Uh, some of them, you know. Oh God! Use <laughs> your imagination. Go for it. Uh, it's a game about uh, a crossing guard in a town with too many cars and too many people. Perfect. And. Um, uh, yeah, there's a uh, very little supernatural element to it, but, uh, I'm sure you'll find a way to be entertained anyway. It's yeah. free. Get it. That sounds great. Cool. And they should also rate and review that. Yeah. Make sure to write in your review. Um, I got nothing. Mention just, King just, me. Just mention King me. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to think of some, some instance of brand synergy here. Help, help us both out. Um, I'll write you a nice review. If you write me a nice review, et cetera. Yeah, no. The, uh, scratch, scratch his back, and in so doing, scratch ours. Uh, <sighs> so next time, uh, next week we're doing Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. The movie? Which is available for free on iTunes. Or no, I'm sorry, not iTunes, uh, YouTube. You can watch it. It's the whole movie. It's just available. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do we have a guest for that? Is that Alex? It is Alex. Alex Fuhrer. Yep. Who's uh, he's my my buddy from uh, the Onion. So yeah, yeah, for my stint over there. So so we can look forward to that. Yeah, uh, another Skype call. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so uh, real quick, real quick, um, if you if you could rate and review us on iTunes, um, if you want to write into us, kingmepod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at kingmepod. You can follow us on Facebook, uh, King Me. That's yeah, it. Just King search Me Podcast. It. Yeah, yeah, just check it out. Find it right on the wall. We'll it, interact with you, and we'll enjoy doing it. Yeah. If you listen to last week's episode of The Running Man, we did post that video of Jesse Ventura. <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. Check yeah. that out. Yeah. Um, and that'll just about do it. Uh, so Tony, will you join us in our sign-off where we just say Stephen King's name in a droning I, long voice? I, I, I'm familiar with the sign-off, yeah. and yes, I will. All right. So until next week, Stephen King. I'm the outdoor with a 